0: you listening to The C to Z the Movies. My name is Colin. I am the C of The C to Z. With me is the Z of The C to Z, Zijan. Hi, Zijan. Oh, that's a very
1: long-winded way of doing our intro.
0: I like to mix it up sometimes by <laughs> just adding a few extra words.
1: <laughs> uh, I just came in from holiday, Colin.
0: Oh, where have you been? The Peak District. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. pretty. Uh, did you know that uh, the Peak District was the first uh, UK national park? Oh,
1: yeah, I probably learned that
0: in while, wow, the life in the UK test, but i probably forgotten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's yeah, right up there with how many seats are there in the Scottish Parliament, that kind of thing.
1: 15,
0: I think. That's how they're on a Scottish jury. I think there's a lot more than that in the Scottish Parliament. Probably, but, uh... yeah.
1: It's been a long time, Colin. <laughs> it's been a long time.
0: Yeah, you're in now. You don't need to know the stuff.
1: Uh, exactly. They can't kick me out anymore.
0: Oh, uh, imagine if imagine if there was like everyone in the UK, regardless, like just had to do a, like those annual tests, and we could all get kicked out.
1: <laughs> Where would you
0: go? Um, I I have uh, fam- I have family in Paraguay. Uh, okay. I, guess I, could, I guess that's going to stay with my cousin. I didn't Paraguay. know that. Uh, yeah, my my cousin moved out to Paraguay, married a married a Paraguayan. Wow! Oh, so I could go and stay there if I had to. Uh Yeah, I, I hear the weather's pretty good there. Do they want do you reckon they have actuaries in Paraguay? Of course they do, Colin. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of fantastic, Zijan, uh today, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, or the third in instalment. Third instalment in the franchise. Uh third of five, apparently. Third of five. Uh we'll be reviewing. We'll also be doing a quiz on Peter Pan movies. We've got are gonna look at uh Mrs. Miniver. Uh and much much, much more. more. We start as we always do with some movie news. Zijan. Yes. What's been going on in the world of movies? I mean
1: it's pretty much trying to avoid all news regarding Will Smith and Chris Rock at this point, really. The whole past two weeks, it's just just news about the same thing over and over again. It's just trying to avoid that. It's just a problem.
0: Okay. Uh, everyone's but, just but, talking but, about it at the moment. Yeah, that's my first piece of news. So. Yeah,
1: there you go. See? Everyone's still talking about it.
0: It's never going to end. Go on, what's your news? He's got a 10-year ban, Will he Smith. 10-year Ten, ban from the Oscars and other Academy events. What what are these other academy events? I want to know.
1: Uh, probably like you know, not getting the one thousand pound gift bag or something.
0: To, <laughs> oh, it's, it's more than that. It's like fifty 000. But, um But I get, yeah, I guess he's got. A, yeah, doesn't get his gift bag. But are, are there like? Because it strikes me that if there are like small minor academy events, they'd have been so happy if Will Smith turned up to one of them. I know, if right? It, if uh, it was like, well, we're going to do an academy retrospective on the best films from Paraguay. No, Will Smith's like, yeah, I'll turn up to that. But no, no, like, no Will, you can't come.
1: <laughs> I was reading on Reddit that, you know, 10 years banned from the Academy is not punishment enough. He should be made to host Oscars for 10 years
0: <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, uh, 10 years does seem a lot.
1: I mean, he did assault someone on live TV, right? It's true.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah, well, fair enough. 10 years and then... That'll, that's 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 what's going on. Reckon, uh, it's good to he
1: won his Oscar already, right? That's the thing. So. He got to
0: keep his Oscar. Do you reckon it will be allowed in the BAFTAs? Uh, they're, they're a separate thing. Presumably, you can still be nominated for an Oscar, can't he?
1: Probably could, but it's getting very tricky now. Like, uh, I'm not too sure he has many movies lined up. I know he has an Apple TV one that's coming up, that's being produced right now. But yeah, I don't know. Okay. Like This is uncharted territory and... You know,
0: like like the uh, the film Enchanted.
1: <laughs> um, and I, I honestly I really do not care enough Fair. about it. <laughs> I <Fair> have <enough. laughs> to say like yeah, it's it's really like, you know, rich people assaulting rich people and then, you know, the big hoo ha about it. It's just uh, it is it is. For, for for once at least the Oscars, you know, is finally relevant. Oh yeah, it's, it's getting like, the publicity and buzz they've been craving for so long, right?
0: Yeah, will be every year there'll be someone hitting someone now. <laughs> Next year Julia Dench just punching Anthony Hopkins in the face. It's gonna, oh, be, it. it's gonna be great. I, I
1: just can't wait for the first joke to be made about this. I don't think it's been well, you know, on live TV, etc. I don't think it's out there yet. Anything on I think on Saturday night Saturday they not night done night one? they probably have done one, yeah. That's I, true. I'm sure they haven't,
0: I'm sure yeah. it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday Night Live really is rubbish. So, it, it,
1: there are some very few good sketches in
2: every,
0: between. Every now and again, like one or two a year. maybe. One,
2: yeah.
0: And they they've got tons of people involved, but I suppose yeah, we've got a lot. Anyway, we're not we're not here to talk about Saturday Saturday Night Live. Uh, we've covered Will Smith now. He's banned, and uh, and Band Boys Four might not be happening. So. To the disappointment of many, mm, I haven't quite <laughs> caught up on the first three Bad Boys yet, but uh, actually, I think I did watch most of Bad Boys Two once. So.
1: Well, there you go. Um, my second bit of news: um, Sharon Stone will be playing another DC villainess. She'll be playing mm. Victoria Court in the upcoming Blue Beetle movie. And I say another because people may have forgotten her one-time stint as a DC villainess
0: in. Catwoman. I've not forgotten. <laughs> In fairness, I've never seen Catwoman, but I, I, I knew she, she was someone who was making evil cosmetics. Yep, kind of as, as you do. Do we know who who's playing Blue Beetle? Uh, I can't remember
1: his name, unfortunately. I didn't write that down. But it's a very, it's a huge Latino cast.
0: Um, so, a, all right. So she's like the the, the they can't have a Latino uh, Latina villain. Well,
1: Victoria Cord is a uh, new character. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, she's uh, she was created for the film. Um, no one knows anything about it yet. Um, with that surname, it's rumored that she's the wife of Ted Cord, and Ted Cord in the comics is the original Blue Beetle. Oh
0: right. Yeah, so okay.
1: that's probably where the link is going to be. But yeah, she's new. She's a brand new character. So I've got nothing about her.
0: Someone called Zolo married married yeah, or something like that. Um, is going to be ah, he's the kid from Parenthood. Is going to be Blue Beetle. Ah, there you go. He's also in Cobra Kai. I watched all of Parenthood. It's pretty good. Uh, good for Sharon Stone. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, who you all remember from such films as It and It Part Two, uh, is going to play the Crow. In a, we're getting, the Crow is coming back. Rupert Sanders will be directing. Uh, it's the first stab at The Crow for some time, obviously, since the... Um, well, I don't know if this is true, but uh, I don't know how many iterations of The Crow there have been, but uh, famously, um, Brandon Lee very sadly died on the set of The Crow uh, when that was when he was playing the title character, but it's coming back. I don't really know much about The Crow.
2: No,
1: me neither. I mean, like the only thing I know about The Crow is basically the infamous incident, really, mm. which is, yeah, unfortunate. Um, but I did some Googling... Um, it's a story about a young man called Eric who is driving with his fiance when their car breaks down. They get brutally assaulted. His oh. fiance gets slaughtered by a gang. That's, that's the kind of film, Colin. And oh. Eric is resurrected by a mystical crow.
0: That's the, uh, the best kind of crow. Uh, it's <laughs> it's to stalk and a bit
1: like... seek vengeance. It's, it's a bit like Catwoman.
0: It is a bit like Catwoman. Uh, you can't, you can't, you can't have that in this day and age, can you? That sounds very much like fridging. Uh, um, yeah, I'm about must change that.
1: Yeah, it's not both. Uh, actually, it's not just the fiancé who died. Both of them died, but oh, he okay. was the only one who got resurrected. So maybe
0: it's like, like fridging, like in Ghost Rider. It's been a while yeah. since I saw Ghost Rider. <laughs> I can't remember if I've in Ghost Rider. Uh, you're, yeah, fine. Okay, cool, good, well done, Bill. I have. I, I get lost with the guards scars, whether they're all related or not. I always get them mixed up with Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, they are they're all related, except Peter Sarsgaard because his name is different. Yeah,
1: um, the Bg's biopic has a new director.
0: Yeah, um, I didn't know it had an old director. If I'm honest,
1: apparently Kenneth Branagh was attached to it, but now really? and I mispronounced his name again. But there you go. Um, <laughs> he he got an <laughs> Oscar. He won his first Oscar in his life. So he'll be fine with being called Kenneth Branagh.
0: Yeah, and it's got to be energy, like energy, uh, so you can understand why he was in the Bee Gees, but uh, uh, yeah, good for him, well, I mean, he's out, <laughs> but yep, he's, no. he's replaced by uh, a director that you, you're a fan of.
1: Yes, John Carney, who did Once and Sing Street, who which are both excellent films, and both musical films as well, so mm. that's And good.
0: Begin Again, which was not very good. No. <laughs> but, uh, also a musical film. Yeah, get okay, someone who knows his musicals.
1: Uh yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to this. To be fair, um, I grew up with a lot of Bee Gees music. Did you? Um, so, mm. yeah, my my dad was a big fan. uh It oh, really? still is, really. So, um, yeah.
0: You know, um, Angus Deaton, uh, former host of Have I Get News for you, he was mm. once in a, in a Bee Gees tribute band. Oh really? Or, or kind of a Bee Gees parody band, I guess. Um, they had a had a had a hit in Australia with I think it was. Something like meaningless songs in high voices. I think, like that.
1: The Bee Gees are British, right?
0: Uh, Yes, I think so, yes. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, but I think may have lived in Australia at some point. That might not be true. I don't know. Okay. I'll find out when I see John Carney's Bee Gees biopic. <laughs> uh, so can educate me on that. I, gr- I grew up with Steps who did a lot of Bee Gees covers, so, you know. Just
1: on. one, right, Surely It's just tragedy. What no, else they do
0: they do? No, I reckon they did others. <laughs> <I hope to. laughs> Uh nine one one they did some BG's covers. They came to play at my university once. I oh my
1: goodness, nine one one. Wow.
0: Uh Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson are back, back, back. They're reteaming yet again. Um they love working together before and after the MCU and they're they're doing that in a film called Artemis. Um which might be about some sort of space race. Uh, from mm-hmm. Jason Bateman, who I believe has directed a few things before. Um, but yeah, they uh, clearly work well together. Yeah, and, uh, and they're back into the world of, of well, Chris Evans is is already doing more space stuff with uh, with Lightyear.
1: And, uh, well, looking forward to here. seeing them again, really,
0: together. Yeah, they must like, they must enjoy hanging out. Yeah, they must do. We can chat about how they're not involved in the MCU anymore. <laughs> as as uh, far how as how they many, know. How many messages do you think they get? Or at least their agents get, begging them to come back. I'm,
1: I'm, like, I'm, this... I'm sure they'll return for the right price.
0: Someday. It's I mean, tasty. Scarlett
1: Johnson yeah. is still coming back, producing some other films. Remember, she's after the whole lawsuit has ended. She's still yeah. Back to producing they're all some friends stuff. again, aren't they? Yeah. Exactly. So,
0: and you get all these rumors saying like, oh yeah, Chris Evans is going back. In, I mean, he might be back in Doctor Strange. We'll find out, I suppose. But, uh, leave it a little while in general. I, I mean, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go crazy if Black Widow suddenly turned up again because she's barely been gone.
1: So. That, um, this is non-news really but the James Bond catalogue is coming to Amazon Prime this April for those who are interested in that. So all 25 central Bond movies will be there. This uh, is your
0: chance to watch all the Bond films. No. Uh, all right.
1: <laughs> excluding the 1967 Casino Royale and 1983's Never Say Never Again. Because they're not, they're
0: not real Bond films. Apparently not. Uh, i never seen Casino Royale early yet the David Niven version which I think is a spoof which is weird to spoof it before there actually were any Bond films uh, Never seen Never Again I think it's pretty good James, uh, Sean Connery playing a very old James Bond um, whose hair on the cover of the DVD is uh, jet black but in the film is grey okay uh, Daniel Radcliffe has written a script uh, yes he has about, about the film industry that he wants to direct
1: what <laughs> Well, well, good, good, good on him, right? I think Daniel Radcliffe of pretty much all the Harry Potter kids um, has probably the most diverse uh, career
0: path. Yeah, I mean, Um, Rupert Grint is pretty much done, isn't he? And uh, Emma Watson was there was this supposedly retired from acting, and then like a year later, he's like, don't believe everything you read. All right, okay, you retired or not? I still don't know.
1: No, no idea but yeah go on Daniel Radcliffe really to just try out different things so hopefully you'll find something that
0: he's yeah good at <laughs> that's so harsh <laughs> <laughs> come on Daniel keep trying be, one of these things should do <laughs> well I think, I think he's uh, I'm really actually I'm really looking forward to his of Dal film I think that's going to be great and he's done this thing with um, Tatum and Sonja Bullock is it the Lost oh, City oh yeah the Lost which, City which uh, yeah. looks like it could be good or might be terrible difficult to tell from the trailer oh. but good. It's a fun idea.
1: Lost city of Oz. No, Lost city of Zed. Something like that. Is it just the Lost City? It's a weird name. I should watch it. Yeah, it it looks fun
0: though. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Uh I'm 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 uh, I'm refusing to commit myself on this one. I don't want people to replay back this recording in a couple months and like, Colin, you said this looked fun.
1: (laughs) It looks fun. Doesn't mean it's fun. (laughs) How true. Anyway, um, I'm out of news pretty much My last bit of news, um, which is a little bit different Is that Nicholas Cage has an AMA on Reddit So if people are interested to see Cage Cage's thoughts um, Yeah, AMA by the way is Ask Me Anything Um, So I Mm. think he's just doing one just to promote his latest film And there's one on Reddit right now So um, yeah, if you're interested It's quite good fun to see his thoughts and everything about his career
0: yeah, my favorite one I saw that I seen is uh, people asking what his favorite shape of pasta is, and he did a, a little story about how he and Charlie Sheen went into a place that Italian restaurant because it had square tubed pasta, <laughs> and, uh, and it, it was so good they went back the next day. Oh, so of
1: course, yeah, it is the cow. Kind of, this is what EMAs
0: are for, man. That's 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 what it is. Uh, Brie Larson has joined the Fast and Furious franchise for Fast Ten. Wow, is she the first Oscar winner in that franchise? I don't know. I've only just thought of that question. I'm going to say almost certainly not. the Theron. There you go. Not. Any other Oscar winners in the Fast and Furious franchise? Uh, I have no clue. This is a surprising choice on Bree's part, though. Yeah, she uh, she seems quite happy about it in the Twitter picture she posted. So uh, yeah, well, just hanging out with Vin Diesel.
1: I know, right? Who doesn't like want it? to hang out with Vin Diesel?
0: Uh, um, I I I think I'd hang out with Vin Diesel. He seems like a uh, he seems like he could be quite a nice guy. Yeah, I think so too. There you go. Uh, if you ever want to come on the show, Vin. We think you're quite a nice guy. Um, If Vin Diesel comes on the show, I'm prepared to watch one of, maybe two of the Fast and Furious films.
1: I mean, like, coming from you, that's, yeah, that's really good. So, Vin Diesel, right?
0: I mean, I watch a lot of films, but, um, yeah, I think I've... Two Fast and Furious films. Two Fast and Furious films. Um, He can pick the two that I watch. (laughs) There you go. Can't say fairer than that. We move on then to uh, to see on to Z the segment where we talk about films we recently seen and tell you the listener whether you should see them or not Z them uh, Zijan, What have you been watching?
1: I saw the now on Disney Plus. Oh, me too. I was surprised it came out so soon uh, on Disney Plus because it was only out in the cinemas in December, if I'm not mistaken, or early January. Uh, yeah, I think it's um, January Yeah, I say soon It comes out on Disney+, It's been delayed forever <laughs> it's been, It was mm. meant to come out Late 2020 And of, of course You know, the pandemic hit And all that stuff um, So now it's out On Disney+, And this is basically The sequel of Kenneth Branagh's um, There you go Thank you, Poirot <laughs> Oh, beautiful. I know. I mean,
0: in fairness, I'm not Belgian, I've got no idea, but that seemed, seemed nice to me.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, where it's based on the Agatha Christie's book. I've read the book beforehand. Um, well, not not before, I, before I choose to watch the film, but, you know, that's part of my... <laughs> I, re- I read this a long time ago. and okay. It wasn't
0: um, a dedicated research.
1: Yeah. No. Um, this movie has been plagued with a lot of controversy, apart from all the delays and all that. But uh, we have... Of Army Hammer and Letitia Wright, who are basically becoming pariahs now in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, I mean, to some extent.
0: More than, one more than the other, yeah. Yeah, one more than yeah. the other, for sure.
1: So, there's a lot of controversy behind this uh, film. I would say the film is serviceable. That's it's fine, isn't it? Probably the, the best <laughs> Best review I can come up with is serviceable. It's, it's okay.
0: Yeah, I think if you like if you like Express, you like this one. It's, it's a similar level of quality, I'd I have said. Uh, I, I think surprised surprising most was discovering that Russell Brand was in it because he didn't look anything like Russell Brand. I mean, was he? Was, yeah. What's Russell Brand's He was the guy who was in love with Gargadot, but wasn't uh, uh, the Doctor married? To yeah, I think I think so. Huh? And oh, oh that, and afterwards, like, oh yeah, wow, that was nothing like. So Russell Brand uh, has range but that makes sense though wow
1: oh yeah he looks a lot like him now come to think about it I know it's weird isn't it
0: I I, I say this I've been saying this ever since they announced it but it seems such an odd choice to me to do Murder on the Express and then do Death on an Ark and seeing that those are the two most famous films already Albert Finney and Peter Ustinov Uh, do something else do something different
1: but what are they going to do though that's the thing like these are the
0: most popular
1: books as well well, I a question, apart from and then there were none uh,
0: obviously they, they are very popular although in Venice, I am thinking think possibly because of the film in, in, in the second case but this, there's like I don't know 40 Poirot stories uh, full length stories and a bunch of short stories choose one of them and, and apparently for the next one they will be doing a more obscure one and it's going to be set in Venice which none of the books are so they must be taking a story and then just hmm. move, moving it to Venice
1: that's probably a good thing though I, I did go through a Poirot phase phase mm. But I have to admit that after a certain point I was like I could actually kind of guess who the murderer was from the okay. or at least the motive was so I kind of you know uh, I I just stopped reading the books really after the point because it, it was just quite like now you can start guessing stuff and predicting stuff so especially for who done it so yeah maybe, maybe it's something new can Yeah, you know, I,
0: I was I was obsessed with them when I was a teenager but I, I never really tried to figure out what was I was ah. kind of just happy to go with the flow to be honest um, but yes, I, I I'd watch another one, I guess. I wouldn't go to the cinema to see it, but I'd catch it on Disney Plus.
1: Same, likewise. Yeah.
0: Um, so I've watched a few things, in- including that. Um, I recently watched Clouds, also on Disney Plus, which is a film actually from a couple of years ago, twenty oh. 20- twenty film, uh, telling the true story of uh, Zach Sabik, uh who was an American teenager who um, was diagnosed with uh, terminal cancer. Um and he decided that he would fulfil his dream of uh, of writing and selling songs, um uh, performing songs, um, to I guess raise money uh, to deal with, uh, with osteosarcoma. Uh and so this is the, the story of his life, um uh, which is I say come out a couple of years ago and I thought, Why not? Nev Campbell's in it. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was good. I okay. think it was watch. It's it's quite um, emotional. It's good good central performance. I, I, if I had to criticize, it at all, I'd say that the, the central character did not look like someone who was uh, who was dying. He looked radiantly healthy throughout. Okay. Perhaps that could have uh, took away some of it. But and, and it's, yeah, it, it pulls on the heartstrings quite a lot. As you uh, expect from these kind uh, of uh, films, right? Exactly, exactly. But yeah, it's it's a very personable central performance and, and good uh, good all round. So yeah, I don't think it's going to pull up any trees. But uh, I enjoyed it.
1: Oh, cool! So, clouds is okay. in
0: C L O U D S, right? Yes, that was the name of his uh, his song, which, to be honest, um, had completely passed me by uh, in in real life, but um, was very successful. Oh. And it's based on the book that his uh, his mother then wrote. So, uh, yeah, worth a watch if you have Disney Plus. Yeah, nice. We move on then um, to uh, Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. C <sighs> Jean, what's What's, oh it's the first sigh. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, what's all this about then?
1: I can't believe we we put this in our list. But anyway. Okay. So Fantastic Beasts the secrets of number Door or Fantastic Beasts 3. Fantastic us with...
0: Fantastic threists. Yep.
1: Yeah, of course. Cool. <laughs> Maybe I should you know give a side at this point so that Simon will comment again. Uh
0: you know, you're bad puns. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who aren't me or Zizhan, uh, or Simon, my brother, uh, last time I made the hilarious joke referring to Encanto 2 was in Cantu, uh, which Zizhan's side of and Simon enjoyed a great deal, um, him disparaging my numerical wordplay. But I will I will persist, Zizhan. I will persist until I have no breath in my body.
1: <laughs> you know, this sounds like such a threat.
0: <laughs> S- slightly menacing, I agree, but... Uh, um, 4-tastic beasts for the next one, uh, and 5-tastic beasts. That's as good as it's gonna get, I'm afraid.
1: I mean, you already have fan beasts for that, right, surely? That's true. Yeah, so, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore reunites us Fantastic with- Fantastic
0: Beasts and Where to Five Them. Okay, <laughs> ca- carry on.
1: <laughs> reunites us with Eddie Redmayne, who plays Newt's Scamander and brings us back into the world of Harry Potter. Um, but this time around, we don't have Johnny Depp anymore as Grindelwald, for those who remember the first, uh, the second film, Um Mikkelsen, I'm uh, mispronouncing that so badly, oh, Matt's Mikkelsen.
0: Sounds right to me. Yeah.
1: It's not uh, it's we're not just a little,
0: We're just doing a little tour of Europe uh, today. Aren't we? <laughs> um,
1: this film is set several years after the previous uh, events. Um, it sees Albus Dumbledore, apparently. How? is it? Okay. Yeah tasking Newt's commander and his allies with a mission that takes them into the heart of Dark Wizard Galat Grindelwald's army. So I put that directly from Wikipedia. Okay. The main plot of this film is much, much simple, simpler than that. They're trying to get an animal to Grindelwald.
0: Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. So, yeah. Um, a fantastic beast, if you will. So... I hadn't realised how much time had passed between the second and third. The the second film in the franchise, um, "The Crimes of Grindelwald," uh, was not well received uh, by by the public. I don't think. I think uh, you disliked it more than I did. I kind of was more forgiving of it, but still, it was a it was a mess. There was a lot of subplots going on, and yeah, it was very difficult to track what on earth was happening or why. And and you're right, this film is much much simpler. Um, We'll go into the detail, I suppose. Uh, like, yeah, like the same
1: as you. Like, I, I, str- uh, there was parts a lot, a lot of parts in this film where I was struggling to remember. Did this happen in the second film? Did they mention this in the second film? Uh, I had to wreck my memory so much just to try to remember details in the second film
0: that I Cause, missed because you've not seen the second film since the cinema, have you? Of
1: course, yeah, and that must be yeah. like what, four or five years ago. It's yeah,
0: I did see it once, but I was doing a crossword, <laughs> so uh, actually, maybe twice so I have I have seen this more than most people I think um, but yes, the, the most recent time I was not really paying attention to it at all uh, there, to the extent that there's a, a character in this film that it took me quite a while to remember that he was in the previous one oh, really? quite a major, quite a major character huh. uh, I was like oh yeah that guy oh, yeah, okay.
1: it was difficult for me like honestly I completely forgot uh, plot, plot points from the previous one I forgot mm. that you know Newt Scamander's brother is about <laughs> oh right like, okay. oh okay oh I mean, okay he did Sure. although
0: off. i think the writer the writers uh, this is the first time that jk rowling has had a had a co-writer steve cloves um has, has co-written this one with her I, I i think they wrote it from the point of view that people will not remember much because you don't need to really and they reset a lot of stuff and they seem to repeat quite a lot of stuff uh so we'll, we'll get to our kind of critique of it, i suppose later but uh I, uh, yeah, there's a lot f- in the second one that just never gets referred to here. And yep. you don't So, for example, the character of Nagini. <laughs> I is, know, right? Yeah. Is, was was fairly major in the second one. Not doesn't happen here at all. The Completely removed. Of, yeah. Uh, Lita Lestrange obviously died in the in the previous one. Spoilers for that, but uh, there's no reference to her. I don't think uh, that never, never never thought of again. And uh, even
1: your favorite uh, love interest. Uh,
0: See Jan. So, Tina Goldstein, my yep. my favorite character in this in this franchise. Who's not one of the main characters in the first and second films she, as well. Arguably the second lead in the first film. She's, she's huge in that film. She's, yep. she's she's a big part of the second film. She's she's barely in this. She's, she highly she does, appears. She does more as a picture than yes. anything else really. Um, I was going to come to that later, but let's do that now because let's get it over and done with. Um. I was I was very sad about that. Although I kind of expected because she's not in the posters, she's not been in the tra- like you've seen one shot from the trailer, and, and yeah, she's not doing interviews. But I'd kind of assumed it was going to be a kind of she's working on this secret thing, and it's going to get revealed at the end that she's been undercover <laughs> or she's been doing whatever else or she's got this. But no, there's no. real... She's like, oh yeah, no, she's away. And oh, that's it. Cool. Here she is. Doing, uh? <laughs> hey there. How you doing? Um, It's a. It's such a strange one. It's so because so- she. I, I, there's been various rumours going around that uh, maybe Catherine Waterston didn't want to do these or, or, or fallen out with people or, or what have you I, I don't know if that's true or not, I mean she was at the premiere she, she's in it uh, I'm hoping the next one will bring her back and actually do something with it's
1: her it's just so weird though, that's the thing um, already the films are bloated with so many characters as it is and now just to drop one of the main ones to make way for more brand new characters that we yeah. see the audience have no relationship with them whatsoever. It's just a bizarre choice.
0: It, it's, it's mad. I mean, I say, I don't know whether in the next year or two we're going to discover there's more going on behind the scenes than we thought or whether it was a story choice. And, and maybe in, this, in, in the next film, it'll become clear from a story point of view why that's happened and, and it'll, it's some sort of master plan, but I'm not going to yeah i don't i don't i don't know i don't know but let's let's oh tina um anyway yeah we'll let's you say there's a lot of characters and it's bloated and and, and it's true but if we'll go through them all but so few of them contributed anything yeah well, i was going through the list of characters like well they didn't do much they didn't do much, didn't much. And i was like this is this is a film that's two hours and 22 minutes and almost every character didn't do much yep I I don't don't know how they how how they did that so we have Eddie Redmayne he's back as Newt I I love Eddie Redmayne's Newt I think he's great but he's just doing it again isn't he it's
1: Uh, it's just trying to tie him in with the 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 whole plot of this this uh, five films really yeah like honestly like it feels like J.K. Rowling has this plot of Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. That's pretty much this yeah. plot, yes. his five films. Yes,
0: that's, that's the basis. No, and they want
1: point, to yeah. tie into Harry Potter somehow by putting a Fantastic Beasts, you know, name on top of it. So unfortunately, they have to put Eddie Redmayne as news commander in all the films for some reason. Um, he doesn't... Like, if you think about it, right, there is no logical reason for him, his character, to be in all the films. No, I,
0: I mean... I, i wouldn't necessarily say as unfortunate but you're right the first one didn't have anything to do with any of this stuff there was there was and i think really a strong point i guess it wasn't like just hanging on the hey look it's that guy mm. like there was no dumbledore there was no McGonagall, there was, there was no, none of this stuff and it's just these are the characters enjoy these characters for what they are and and, and people did i certainly I, I did i think okay it wasn't like world crazily popular but it was still plenty for people liked these characters and yeah, you're right. Melding it into now it's the prequel to Harry Potter, but this guy who likes animals is here.
1: <laughs> because we put the name, we put the title as Fantastic Beasts, right? So we have no yeah, choice it's now. It's getting
0: smaller and smaller every time that you, you get a new he, title.
1: Exactly, his his role just seems more and more mm. pointless. Like it feels like the next few films, they just want to put in some weird, unusual beast, which which they did. They probably do that. They did in the last film as well, just so that they can tie the plot in with that somehow. He,
0: yeah, and that's what that's what we've had here is there's a, as you say getting an animal to Grindelwald, and there's there's a couple of other things with animals. Uh, no. Yeah. So okay, Jude Jude Law is back. He's Albus stumbledore again. He's still sometimes doing an Irish accent for maybe a word or two per <laughs> sentence, and then doing his normal accent for the rest of it. And it's all very baffling. Um, which I seem to remember it was not something that you were uh, that bothered you too much when we when no, we read the I last one. No, I wasn't privy to that. No, no but it's. It's so odd because <laughs> so he just talks like Jude Law, and then he'll go, "Ah, oh. like I'm very pleased with you. You're doing well there," and it's just jumping in and out of Irish for for no apparent reason. Uh, but he, I, I mean, I still think he's pretty good at this.
1: I think he's decent as Dumbledore. Um, I mean, given what he has to work with, right?
0: Um, yeah, and he's he's kind of got that twinkly thing that Dumbledore always has, and, exactly. And the kind of thing where. Which, throughout Harry Potter, Dumbledore just sat back and let other people do stuff and you think, hmm, it would have be been easier if you'd done it yourself, mate. It's just... Uh, a lot easier. Yeah, but that's how stories happen, I suppose. Mm. It's like in Lord of the Rings. Gandalf could have done most of the stuff. But, uh, no. Yeah. He... Well, yeah. Anyway, that's a different thing. Um, and he obviously is paired off with, as you say, with Grindelwald. It's it's a big Mans uh, Mads Mikkelsen, Jude Law battle. Uh, for... for for the wisdom world I suppose is where we're getting to um, they have this uh, I don't think it's a spoiler to say cause it's, I think it's been mentioned in the books isn't it, this kind of thing where they couldn't attack each other that,
1: I think Mr. so maybe, I cannot remember
0: uh, So they got that going on What, what do you think of Mads Mikkelsen's uh, Grindelwald?
1: I think it's okay um, I think I prefer it compared to Johnny Depp's portrayal of it hmm. Um mostly because Johnny that kind of camps it up a lot more um, mm. the, but you know as much as I don't mind Max because I'm playing Grindelwald Grindelwald as a character is honestly one of the stupidest villains <laughs> ever Honest, I, I, I don't understand what he's doing like the whole like in this whole film right like his entire plot is just balmy and relies on s- so many things going right <laughs> for, for it to actually work and it's the most caught it's uh oh, like we haven't got to the plot yet of this film, which I can go to in detail great that later. But honestly it's just part of it is because the whole plot of this film is just bonkers. It's just ah oh, I, I don't I don't like it.
0: We'll we'll get to the plot, but yeah um I think most of the so I've seen some trailers. Not some trailers. Some some reviews that love this film. Uh, in the Times, they go at four stars. I've seen a few three and four. Uh, and most reviews have have uh, complimented Mads Mikkelsen on his his portrayal. I I think he works a lot better alongside Jude Law. So I don't, I don't think we think I can't remember if we ever saw Jude Law and, and Johnny Depp in the same scene previously. I don't I don't think we did. Um, well it's difficult to picture those two ever being friends or lovers, whereas mm. whereas Mads Mikkelsen and, and Jude Law makes more sense to me. Um, and he's got this kind of, yes, I mean, Mads Mikkelsen is a great villain, um, and he's got this kind of smoothness, and you can kind of see how he might con people. I almost missed some of the kind of fanaticism that, it was camping up, but that Johnny Depp did, but they're kind of you could kind of, he had this almost kind of like a Charles Manson kind of, like you can see how people yes. could be compelled which which I didn't get the same feeling from from Mads Mikkelsen. They're very different performances, and weirdly not meant. I was kind of expecting a throwaway line to say, oh, "I see you've changed your face again," or something. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose I'm okay with that. To be fair, like I mean,
1: yeah. there there are so many films and TV shows where different actors are portraying the same characters, and you know they've mentioned so many lines just to. You know, mm. uh, bring that to notice. But everyone knows that Matt Smitherson replaced Johnny Depp for a yeah. personal
0: reasons. So you know, it's not unknown. I, yeah, it's not. It, it's rare where they do it in a world where he, the character has already changed his face once in story, <laughs> um, and give us obviously as Colin Farrell. I'm surprised Colin Farrell didn't come back time. to do it
1: though.
0: Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been good. But that's, there you go. Um, so I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the plot more later, but. Uh, He's he ended the previous film in his Johnny Depp form very clearly being evil <laughs> and in, I guess kind of everyone just forgot about that and was like, oh, maybe they're right uh,
1: I, I, I'm going to feel sorry for people who are watching all, all the films in one go <laughs> It's going to be a huge detachment from the second film to the third film like, yeah. what?
0: Uh, but there are some characters carried over we have Ezra Miller back as Credence slash Aurelius Dumbledore
1: Yep. Uh which I believe uh you know they were supposed to be um the brother of Dumbledore um, in the well, second film.
0: We were never told I think. So um at the in uh, right at the end of the second film um Johnny Depp said to to Miller, um you don't know your real name it is Dumbledore. And there was a lot of assumptions what that might have meant. But I don't think they actually explicitly said uh, what that meant. Again almost almost nothing for Ezra Miller to do I do wonder if he's been cut a little bit in, out of this film because of
2: the controversy
0: well publicised Ezra Miller controversies yeah uh, but he was so good in the first one I, I, this kind of crazy well I thought he was and the kind of the, like repressed character who turns out to be this obscurious and uh, obscurial obscure. Yeah. And good in the second one. And then here, he's kind of, he's there and doing nothing really.
1: Nope, nothing at all. It's just sulking and being more, uh, sulking about being angsty. Very restrained angsty. performance.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep, uh, And then, it was so, what a waste. What a waste. Like, there are way too many characters. And saying that, you know.
2: Yeah. but
0: then, I'd say, so, uh, well, let's go to all We've got Dan Fogler uh, back as Jacob. Uh, Kowalski, I seem to you remember your favorite character.
1: Yes, like right? I still like him a lot, but he's again, there's no awesome point for man. him to be in this film whatsoever.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I like him. Um, he didn't do a lot. <laughs> this is going to be a. <laughs> that's pretty much
1: the story for every other character that's yeah. not uh,
0: Dumbledore. Spoilers: uh, He gets given a wand. He then does nothing with it, yeah, and it gets taken off him. <laughs> and that's it. So he's basically just got a stick for a while. <laughs> I, I mean, can, can non-magical people even use wands? Not that I'm aware of. Um, and the one, the one doesn't have a core. So it's just a stick. Yeah, exactly right.
1: He, he got one. he lost his one. End of his plot.
0: <laughs> Alison Sudol is there as Queenie. Didn't know anything to do, did she? <laughs> uh,
1: nothing at all. She read some minds. She was... Did, uh, I mean, she, I think she read one mind. Maybe, yeah. She was yeah. Uh, somber. She looked very sad. She, she looks at the, the
0: whole film. There are some spoiler stuff for Queenie, so we'll, we'll, I guess we'll get to that. So she did have some stuff to do, but it wasn't very well explained. Nope. Uh, like, it's
1: uh, so weird though, because like, in the whole second film, they make a big hoo-ha about her changing sides and all that, yep. and and then nothing happened again.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was was that was kind of the big leaping off point. I mean, and I don't I don't want to keep going on about Tina, but I will. <laughs> I kind of assumed that a big part of this film would be Tina's worrying about the fact that her sister was cl- was like collaborating with the most evil wizard of all time, but no, Nope. no not, one cares. Not, no one cares about Queenie. Not, not, not really on her mind, um, unless, and I'm I'm going to turn a lot to film four explains why, in fact, it was a significant thing that she was doing. If we are uh, reviewing uh,
1: film four,
0: Colin, <laughs> I'm still watching it, even if we're not reviewing it. Uh, <laughs> Callum Turner is back as Theseus Scamander didn't do much
2: did he <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he did waved his so. wand about
0: he did and he got tied upside down at one point i quite like this guy i think um i would i liked him more in the second film where he had stuff to do
1: i mean he he is a very stereotypical british person right
0: uh i guess he is he's kind of a, a stereotypical upper class british yeah. kind of uh, establishment guy uh, I liked in the, actually the second film. I say I, I know it got a lot of criticism, but I thought there was some good stuff in it, and I kind of liked the the Theseus and Newt kind of juxtaposition. One being this kind of yeah, very much establishment civil service, and the, the other guy being a maverick and doing his own thing. They kind of melded into one. I mean, they were more or less the same in this one. Uh, William Nad, Nadlam is back as Yusuf Kama. Apparently, I forgot he was in the, was in the second film. That's what I meant. Yes, I just it's it about halfway through. I was like, wait a minute. I've seen that guy before. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm tempted to just go full spoilers, but he, he goes to be a spy in Grindelwald's organization and does nothing. He does nothing. Why was he even? A, why was he a spy? It what was did. the point? <laughs> At one point, I thought we were supposed to think that maybe he was going to turn, but,
1: but he didn't. didn't. So what's he
0: the didn't. point? And I, not for one second did I think he would. <laughs> and then he didn't oh. achieve anything. Um, Victoria Yates or Yeats maybe is back as Bunty Broadacre and uh, she did nothing she did not a lot um, I mean was... like
1: being wizards right you think they know how to duplicate suitcases
0: mm. no they need, like, if you want to duplicate a suitcase you need to go to a special suitcase duplicating shop <laughs> that's, uh, that's the thing that happens oh um, anyway she uh, th- at one point there was a big reveal that she was there <laughs> 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 Do hey, you remember this person who was who was part of this? <laughs> she's still here. And I'll be honest, Ejan, and you, you will, I think, maybe sigh at me. When they had the kind of the big dramatic music turnaround, I was like, here we are, this is Tina. This is the big reveal of Tina, what she's been up to, but no, it's Bunty. <laughs> of course it's Bunty. Uh, Jessica Williams was there with Professor Lally Hicks. Um, I quite liked her.
1: I did quite like her as well, but again, she had nothing to work with.
0: Two things here. I, I, I don't know whether she was there just to give us more reason to go back to Hogwarts because the, they went back to Hogwarts and you get to see some people doing Quidditch and you get to see Professor McGonagall and, and, and I think that's a big part of the selling point is hey look do you remember this it's Hogwarts I also wonder like was that part originally Tina and I don't huh. know if I saw but I don't think she did anything that Tina couldn't have done
1: well that's true like I don't even know at, at first I don't even know what subject she teaches at her school because I thought she was teaching careful magical creatures because she likes uh, Newt Scamander's books. I thought but, she was doing charms. But apparently thought... she teaches charms, yeah. Yeah, so, at one you know.
0: point they talk about charms.
1: Yeah, okay, so, cool. um, no, like, I, I do like her character, but...
0: She yeah. didn't do much. Uh, yeah, didn't do much again. Uh, and then next one is listen to Catherine Woodston, Tina Goldstein. We've talked about her. Yeah. I've just written why question mark. <laughs> oh, Tina. Uh, uh, that's the cast. Shall we talk Uh, about the plot? Let's talk about the plot, go for it. Because I want to have a whinge about that. Please.
1: You know, I mean, this feels like the writer's taking a cop out of this. They they just basically created a convoluted plot only because with the excuse that Grindelwald can see the future.
0: Yes, okay. So,
1: using that as an excuse, they want to create a convoluted plot that does nothing. Because ultimately, the plot is just You know, in this magical world, apparently, to select a leader, which is the stupidest way of selecting a leader, you take this creature called the Chilin up to all the the nominees for leadership, and wait for it to bow to them, and ta-da! That's how you select the leader.
0: That's a pretty good system, isn't it? Uh
1: Uh-huh, and you know, there's no way of that failing whatsoever.
0: Because the is like, yeah, I recognize recognize truly wonderful good people, and I... I could have sworn it was going to bow at Jacob, but it didn't. It yeah, me it. too. <laughs> no, uh, at one point, especially yeah.
1: since Dumbledore said that Jacob has so much heart.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, let's, oh, should we do
1: spoilers? Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. spoilers.
0: Um, so, there's. you start off the film in almost complete darkness uh, with, with Newt um, coming to rescue one and then Ezra Miller, Credence, uh, attacking and uh, grabbing it. Turns out there were twins, though. Good twin representation. Nice to see. <laughs> uh, so is this going to gonna be our Twins in Movies quiz, then? It's going to be in the Twins in Movies <laughs> episode, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole thing like, yes, it, it can bow. But also, if you if you kill it, then you can tell the future. Apparently. Uh, and as you say, the whole thing is like, well, we need to confuse them by not knowing what we're doing. Um, so they have this multiple suitcases, and it's like, well, we don't know which one is the real suitcase. I mean, uh, that part is
1: only the last 20 minutes of the film. Yeah. Like, the whole middle bit doesn't add anything it basically does nothing you can pretty much cut out the middle one hour and a half
0: and you will still have the film you still have the same same basic concept and and I kind of on the one hand I like the fact they stripped it back to make it simpler but on the other yeah as we've talked none of the characters have or well, hardly any characters have any development at all no nope. The position of Grindelwald is more or less the same as it was at the end of the previous film. Mm-hmm. Newt hasn't developed. Fetius hasn't developed. Obviously Tina. This is the, now the third to- the third film that's ended with Newt and Tina kind of looking at each other and I was going like, oh, they like each other. like, this is years later. We know they like each other. Come on. Uh, should we talk Queenie? You, yeah. I you quite liking Queenie and Jacob as a couple.
1: I did like Queenie and Jacob as a couple, but it doesn't work well in this film. I think they did a disservice to them, yeah, their characters in this film altogether. Um, Queenie just looks sad the whole time.
0: Yeah. Uh, so she, like, she joined him cause, uh, because people thought she was a freak uh, and he was like going to defend her against the Muggles and the Nomadges. And she comes back for no real reason? I nope. Mean, I, I assumed that like, we'd have a scene where she watches him do something so terrible that she realizes she can't support him, but... we. We don't really. We get her kind of looking a bit upset at him occasionally. Yeah. And, uh, they she and Jacob uh, well, will they get married at the end? Spoilers. I know, I know which really. is you know, which nice, is what I
1: wanted, but yeah, which is nice, but honestly, the the it doesn't deserve that. You know, it's quite no. a deserving marriage, you have to say so. Like there it, wasn't you need something more. Like, you know, if she was going to defect yeah. to the dark side, you need something more to, to actually Bring It Back. Bring It Back, yeah. It's just, yeah. Because,
0: off off. I mean, obviously, as a, as, a, as a big Tina fan, that last bit was my favourite bit because she was in it. But uh, it's coasting off the goodwill of the first film, isn't it? It so really both, is. both those relationships. Um, so even though it was nice, it wasn't really anything much. Um, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> one thing I'd saw on Wikipedia is that Grindelwald uh, is trying to become the supreme mugwump. A phrase that was not used in the film, um, but that is the that is the title of the lead of the Wizarding World. But they also thought "Supreme Mugwump" uh, <laughs> it sounded a bit too silly. Ah, uh, and they go to Baton. They did because why not?
1: Exactly. Um, so we go to spoiler that I, that I spoiled before. But Credence is now uh, not the brother of Albert Dumbledore, but his illegitimate nephew,
0: the son of yeah. Aberforth. So. So again, I don't, I don't think the film's ever said he was the brother. I think that was a fan thing that came uh, out there. Because okay. uh, they, just, they just said, your surname is Dumbledore, which, uh, which it is. And this plot um, point
1: led to nowhere as well. Because Credence, all he did was sulk and skulk.
0: And, and, uh, be, and right, in, right in a mirror somehow?
1: Yep, right in a mirror. And then he entered the mirror dimension with Dumbledore and lost.
0: Oh yeah, because he was supposed to assassinate Dumbledore.
1: Yep, and he and lost. This, and then for some was, reason, he turned against Grendel at the end. Have some reason Grindelwald tried to kill him? Yeah, I don't understand that. What what's yeah. going on there? What happened in the last? <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, I guess he was like, able to say, "Hey, guy." Yeah, like, what what made him change
1: his mind? That there was nothing to indicate that he would like. Of course, like Grindel- there was a point when Grindelwald was trying to like kill, um, credence. Hmm. Uh, in the film but nothing indicated that he would change his mind he saw something that turned you know I thought he would reconcile with his father before he turned against Grindelwald kind of thing there was none of that you know yeah. so the, the, the whole turning against him was, it came out of nowhere again
0: it's like Queenie like they both turned against him and, it, and just you don't know why, why. yeah and yeah it's like there's, they've got this whole thing where Dumbledore and, and Grindelwald can't uh, act against each other because they've, they've got this magic from when they were uh, lovers uh, at a younger age hmm. um, but because Grindelwald tries to kill Credence and, and Dumbledore intercepts that that kind of breaks this spell which is which is a kind of a fairly clever way of getting around it I suppose but I just don't know why Grindelwald was trying to kill him <laughs> it just didn't make any sense at all uh, I'll tell you who uh there was, there was a guy who looked a bit like Tobin Maguire had, with floppy hair who was who um, was working for Grindelwald. Wait, I, I Was like I bet, I bet that's uh, no, he was just a fairly fairly minor character. Ah. but but just he looked like someone who'd been CGI'd. <laughs> And so I had this theory halfway through and again this is probably just me eager to see uh, Catherine Waterston back but I had the theory that that was Tina in disguise like that would explain it. She's (laughs) she's taking Polyjuice potion or something because it it looked like a a fake person but it just turned Mm -hmm. out that's that's what that guy looks like. So apologies to that guy. I
1: I, I don't buy you know I'm not into the whole Tina and Newt's relationship as as much as you are but I I feel but I, I do feel like hard you no, know, I feel she was hard mm. done by. Honestly, like uh, yeah. any of those plot points would make good, would play, better service to her character. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, and she may have been pregnant at some point, which maybe contributed to some to lack of screen People time. People can act while out. pregnant. What? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Scarlett Johansson did it in Age of Ultron. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's so odd. So odd. Uh, yeah. dear. What else have I got here? I oh, you know they go to Bhutan for some reason. In fact, they go to Bhutan sort of for some reason. We've already covered that. Um, we did get some fantastic creatures. We got um, fan favorites, uh, the Niffler and whatever the Bowtruckle calls.
1: Yeah, P- the Bowtruckle.
0: Yeah, Uh he gets to do some stuff. That was that was, that was kind of good.
1: There, there, yeah, there only a few new car- new creatures. Anyway, um, it's just a Chilin and a weird insect scorpion creature.
0: Oh yeah, good lord, the crab crab things as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: that was a weird sequence. Like, I mean, I think it was quite cool to see Newt trying to use his uh, magic zoology skills but that was so bizarre like his brother got caught sent to prison just sent to die just like that and, and also
0: they, they all, I say they're all hung up down which I think you'd pass out after about 10 minutes <laughs> the, yeah anyway yeah it, it felt a bit like oh we need to put some more animals in this exactly. hey people loved it when Newt did that dance in the first one let's do that again this, so, I can say, this film has really made me want to watch the first one again because it I maybe I think we've we'll just built it up in my mind having seen those, but I just remember really enjoying that one. No, the first was, one was good. The first yeah. one was really good.
1: The first one was you know joyous and wonderful. Anything,
0: any you know what these later films are not. Um, so yeah, and I I don't really have much more to say about it. It's, it's I, I, I I think we I think we covered the second one on the podcast, didn't we? And I uh um, general my view was like okay I can forgive a lot of the mistakes I like these characters I like this world and I think you were less forgiving I'm, I'm running out of my ability to forgive um, uh, and I still want to I mean I'll definitely watch the next one in kind of in hope because I do like I do like some of these characters I mean I don't care if we never see the yeah Bunty again or whatever but, uh.
1: yeah no, I think what's the worst bit about these films for me is that you know I grew up reading and loving all the Harry Potter books you mm. know and were they perfect? No, they're not really. But you know these, but they brought a lot of you know joy and wonder to my life. You know, I love the Harry Potter mm. world, but these films are, are the antithesis of joy and wonder. And the more oh, wow. okay. the more <laughs> yes. of these films come out, the more I feel like I want you know I just want to remove myself from the Harry Potter world altogether. And that's the worst bit of this. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's uh, that's pretty extreme. Yeah. You know,
1: it's it's just but, awful. Yeah,
0: I, I don't feel anywhere near as strong as that but but I think the general public is not excited by these films I, I feel they may have got as far as being a bit of a joke um, like no one I've, I've talked to people saying I've seen this and no one's like excited by it but I think it has perhaps come to the point where this is almost like this is just a failed franchise
2: yeah just um, just let it go just well so
0: I there's two more planned I, I, I've i not seen the box office figures but I'm assuming it's doing well enough to carry on making them mm. Uh, and I just hope they can get back on track. But who knows? I think I, I'm very happy to not make you watch the next ones either.
1: Well, we are going to the Harry Potter world in uh, sometime this sometime. summer. Sometime,
0: if you listen listening to this, Dave, let's get that sorted.
1: So you know, I yeah, I still love Harry it's, Potter still. So do they have
0: Fantastic Beasts stuff? About, no, uh, thank God. Some?
1: I hope
0: not. <laughs> there they anyway, I'm throwing I'm throwing out my Johnny Depp Funko Pop. So. <laughs> it's as far as my am to go Uh, we move on then to um, look back in Oscar the segment where we watch a film that has won the best picture Oscar in the past which this one uh, is still eligible for Zijan it it could be Fantastic Beasts The Secrets of Dumbledore is next year's best picture winner Um, but we have looked back at Mrs. Miniver tell me about Mrs. Miniver Mrs. Miniver
1: (laughs) Mrs. Miniver it's a 1942 American romantic war drama film directed by William Wyler and starring Greer Garson and Walter Pigeon um, it's inspired by a 1914 novel Mrs. Miniver uh, by Jen Strutter. The film shows uh, the life of an unassuming British housewife in rural England and touched by and how it's touched by World War II, which is really weird in terms of timing, right? Because 1942 is still set during World War II. So uh, hmm. it's quite impressive that they did a film about World War II while World War II is still
2: happening. Very about, current.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. And and reading, reading about this is, is fascinating because obviously it's uh, well obviously but it's, it's made in America with with uh, largely British cast I think or suddenly some British cast but when they started making it well, or he suddenly when it was written I'm not sure if they were filming America wasn't involved in the Second World War mm. um, and then by the time it came out they, they were uh, so so I think I had to change the script a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I figure, yeah. On that basis, yeah. You won six Academy Awards,
1: uh, including Best Picture, Director, Best Actress uh, for Greer Garson, and Best Supporting Actress for Theresa Wright.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is this is straight up propaganda. <laughs> um, I mean, let's not be about the bush. It's it's a kind of it, maybe more subtle than than some, but it's kind of like here's the here's the way of life we're trying to protect. Um, this is the kind of idyllic uh every character is is noble uh and doing wants to do their bit uh everyone's supporting each other and and, uh, and i'm not that's not necessarily a criticism mm. i think um it's it's and it, as i said there's only one uh german nazi character who appears and i guess he's not he's not great because he's he's a nazi uh, but it's it's not a kind of necessarily we are a superior country, blah, 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 but it is all about patriotism and and, and doing your bit and, and carrying on. Yeah, um, with and I think probably played a not not a tiny part in kind of getting people uh, on board. Maybe I mean, yeah, I think is that overstating it? No, 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 no. I think that's
1: quite clear. I mean, the the sermon uh, that mm. the vicar gave at the end is basically a sermon to rouse people up to fight for the country.
0: Yeah, certainly a lot more about war than than most sermons I hear, but uh, I suppose special times. Uh, my, my brother, her, who, has, who has read the book, uh, tells me that... So it was, it was published in 1940, but it was based... I think it was a collection of, or it was based on a, a series of columns that were published um, in the 30s. So in the book, it's, not, it's set, it, it was written and set, obviously, before the war. So there is no war in the book. It's quite a dramatic change um, to, to transplant this into the Second World War. Uh, so I guess uh, very very loosely based.
1: Hmm. Interesting, I didn't know that.
0: No, uh, I, I didn't know that. I'm, I'm relying heavily on Simon for this one, but that's what he told me. Ah. like,
1: um, I I think I know I, I quite enjoyed the film. Although mm. oh, it was propaganda, as you can expect. Sure. Um, yeah, I did quite enjoy it, and I quite like the ending of it as well. Like in like this is some spoilers, but instead of hmm. the sun perishing. Which was foreshadowed right from the beginning. It was mm. his new wife instead, so I like that they twisted it a little bit. So that was quite good.
0: Yeah, I, and I really didn't see that coming because I thought I really thought it was going to be a kind of everyone's happy kind of ending. But mm. yeah, no, very much, very much not. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think the of, of superb, um.
1: <laughs> the only thing that like like got me confused at the beginning was like. That's his. Uh, that's her eldest son. And then went there and googled the ages for both the actors who played Win, the elder son, and Mrs. Miniver, because they look very close by Right, by, age.
2: right, right. <laughs> um, uh,
0: by the by I watched Hamlet this week, um, which uh, it, it was also a best picture winner. So we, we might get to it at some point. I don't know. Ooh. But, um, but Lawrence Olivier plays Hamlet, and the uh, he, the actress playing his mother was eleven years younger than him. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> so weird uh you anyway, know yeah, I, I i really recommend this one i think this is this is um Me say it is what it is very much uh of it of its time but to, to yeah as you say to rush something out like this and to uh, during the middle of the war i know right it's is, is remarkable um and uh yeah william wyler i've seen a few of his films he did ben hur um, hmm. most famously and he, he made roman holiday which is a fantastic film gregory peck and uh, audrey hepburn so uh if you ever get the chance uh check that one out mm-hmm. There you go. Um, that's Mrs. Miniver. Tick off another, another. F- I've now watched eighty-one percent of the best picture winners.
1: Nice. Well done. You're almost there, right? Okay.
0: Almost there. As long as I can find a way to watch Coda, I'll be laughing. Um, next time, it's actor factor, where we look at the films to actor. What are we? Uh, which which actor are we uh, watching? Watching. We're going to watch <laughs> all their films. Uh, uh, which actor is it next time? Rooney Mara. Excellent. Although well, I believe it's actually Mara. I may have mispronounced that. Yeah, I mean, everyone calls her Rooney Mara um, but I did read at one point that it was Mara. I could be wrong. Well, I look forward to, uh, to talking about it. I was watching um, a video with um, Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo uh, advertising the Adam Project okay. and they got asked um, who who should play them in a film of their life uh-huh. and, uh, and Jennifer Garner uh, nominated Rooney Rooney Mara to play her. I can see that. Yeah. And in fact, uh, Mark Ruffalo suggested Joaquin Phoenix for himself so it would be a... Um, <laughs> that'd be a her reunion uh, we move on to the quiz John. where mm. you are 3-2 ahead of me for the year um, we're quizzing on, on the Peter Pan films and unusually for me mm-hmm. I I wrote my questions like 2 or 3 days ago so I've wow. forgotten everything <laughs> this is going to be a walkover for you we'll uh, see
1: we'll see I wrote, I wrote them quite recently but I don't think they're that difficult questions but who knows
0: okay we'll kick us
1: off uh, question one name an original song written for the 1953 Disney animated version of Peter Pan Anyone?
0: Um, never smile at a crocodile? Yep, that's one. Lovely. I oh, had that as piano music as a kid. Which model and actress is credited as Mermaids in 2015's Pan?
1: Uh, that's Cara Davelin, right? Uh, very good. Uh, question two. In Hook, Peter Pan ended up married to Wendy's granddaughter and, ha- and has a successful career as what at the beginning of the film?
0: Oh, I didn't know he was married to Wendy's granddaughter. It's either going to be an accountant or a lawyer, because that's that kind of film. Uh, I'm going to say lawyer. Yeah, you're correct. (laughs) Uh, What else could he be, right? Yeah, does he become like a children's author or something at the end? Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, um, question two. In the film Come Away, which I've never heard of before, uh, which fictional character is Peter Pan's sister?
1: Uh, Alice in Wonderland, right?
0: Very good, yes. Someone's done their research.
1: Uh, question three. Who played both Captain Hook and George Darling in the 2003 version of Pizza Pan?
0: Oh, I did see this. It's quite
1: common for people to play both uh, George and Captain Hook, the father of the kids and Captain Hook. Yeah. It's supposed to be a parable, right?
0: Yeah. Except in Panto, where it tends to be Mrs. Darling. Um, oh, I saw this. I... Uh, I recently listened to an interview with Anya Taylor-Joy where she said she loved this film and she talked about the actor in it quite a lot. But I can't remember who it was. Um, So I'm going to say Jeremy Irons. Close.
1: Same initials, actually. Oh, yeah. Jason Isaacs. Ah, that's it. Uh,
0: Question three. Which cast member from Hook was nominated for a Razzie?
1: That's Julia Roberts. Yes. Uh, Question four. (laughs) It's a Razzie question as well, but it's for Penn. What
0: are the two actors who were nominated for that? Ooh. I didn't know that happened. Um, Two actors. I'm guessing Hugh Jackman was one of them. Uh, Who else was in that film?
1: (laughs) Okay, this whole doing the questions three days before is clearly not working for you. Yeah,
0: it doesn't work for me at all. Um, uh, I guess probably whoever played Hook. Maybe not. uh, Actor rather than actress, is it? So what was the question again?
1: Uh, name the two actors who were nominated for a Razzie Award for their performance in Pan. Well, I use the word actor quite
0: loosely. Uh, is it Rooney Mara?
1: So it's Rooney Mara.
0: Oh, and Hugh Jackman was my other but. And Amanda Seyfried. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Question four for you. Uh, who did National Treasure, Richard Bryars, play in 2003's Peter Pan? Richard Briars. Richard Briars um. Not to be confused with Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor's, um, I say, national treasure. He was he was an actor in uh, in The Good Life, for example. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I know. Um, I don't know where I'm gonna go with me.
0: Just because yeah, it is me, very good. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I won already. Yes. You have one already. I think. Have you? Think so. Maybe. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: Question five uh, from the Disney animation: Which character's sound was created by cutting up pieces of aluminum <laughs> and stringing them together?
0: Uh, I don't know Tinkerbell yes Tinkerbell excellent I used to love that film when I was a kid mm. I, 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 I didn't grow up on Disney but I watched Peter Pan and Robin Hood loads uh, all the British make... ones basically I guess so <laughs> um, can you make this a clean sweep Zijan? this is your fifth question um, in which year was the famous animated Peter Pan released I think you've already put it in one of your questions exactly 1953 1953 very good um, full marks way Put your head for the year. Uh, next time we are quizzing on films starring Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans, except MC- <laughs> <laughs> uh, excluding the MCU. Excluding so,
1: yeah. the MCU, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zijan, hmm. uh, what's our main topic for next time? <laughs> and, uh, how are you going to explain it?
1: I have no idea, but I was <laughs> we were trying to brainstorm for ideas. And I was thinking, you know, what would be good? Like, I would like to know what, you know, whether you can recommend some.
2: You know other social
1: media or media that you follow uh, on about films, and I've got quite a few that I follow that I think I think I think that you may be interested in. So why not,
0: right? Lovely. Uh, future historians will look back at this as the episode before Doctor Strange. Um, oh come on, Colin!
2: <laughs> We've <laughs> no, had excited. much worse podcasts I'm, before.
0: I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to learn. Uh, you may you may find I don't watch as many as you, so you might do most of the talking next time. But oh, that's, that's fine. Uh, then. That's great. That's great, and we will see you then.
1: Bye.